The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Everybody and welcome to a brand new episode of the Two Point Conversation, football talk for fans by fans, right here on the network at bicbp-radio.com. My name is Matt Johnson, one of your hosts, and alongside with me for your discussion topic Wednesdays, uh, the one, the only, the Wizard of Jaws, Derek Jaws, in the house. Happy Wednesday to you, Derek. How are you? Hey, friend. How we doing? Oh, I'm just, I'm just peachy. Just had a nice, nice bath. I, uh, Ooh. yeah, I. I shoved myself into a bathtub. I was going to say, what's it like to fit in a bathtub? I don't. <laughs> it's either like it's either like my torso's in or all legs. It's it's yeah. not, it's it's and nothing in between. Nothing. They, in they between. make hot tubs for guys like us. They do. They do. They're just a little little pricey. Yeah, I'm not a, yeah. not a fan. Not a fan. But um, <laughs> bro, hey, this week I thought it was a little bit no- like there was a little bit of normalcy with week ten. But in retrospect, this week, not really. No, not even close. No. I think I got four picks right this week. Uh, I we we went a very generous two for five on our hats, tats and stats game of the week. And that's because I considered the Steelers tying a winless team an upset. <sighs> I mean, yeah, without Big Ben, I can I can understand that. I, I mean, you know, you're. The, the Lions just find ways to lose in new, inventive, and creative ways, <laughs> and you couldn't beat them. That's an upset. Oh, terrible, and, and that's the only reason we were like. And that was, I think, I was generous on the other one I gave us. So I'm like, we can't go O for the week. We can't. So I was like, I was just generous about it. But uh, yeah, this, it was this, brutal. This was bad. This was a uh, this is a this is a tough week to kind of get behind. Um. But yeah, week 10 is done. We have some storylines to talk about, as we always do. We're going to bring up our five discussion topics. Our first one, the, uh, I mean, we kind of just, we already kind of started that one, but our takeaways from week 10. Jazz, we'll start off with you for this one. What what did you take away from week 10? Dude, it is a season of upsets. Like every single, like there's upsets every year. Every year you have that, oh my God, I can't believe that. Like, can you believe this playoff team lost to them? There's three of them every goddamn week right now. Yeah. Every week there are three upsets that you're like, wait, what? Like and this week started on Thursday. We started out hot. Uh, and then you know, the, the Washington football team without their starting quarterback, without with Chase Young going down, like Taylor Heineke finally looked like the quarterback we all talked about at the beginning of the season. Like, oh, is he going to get a shot? Finally <laughs> looked like him. It took nine weeks, but we got there. And I mean, uh, so like them beating the box, the, the Broncos the week after, like just beating the tar out of the Cowboys, just lay an egg against the Eagles. Yeah. What are we doing? It feels like week one every week. Like, it, like every yeah, week feels like week one. I like that. I, I like that. It was absolutely, it was, it was maddening. 
it was it was maddening. Uh, but I loved it. I, I loved every single bit of it. Um, yeah, you, you were right. There were a couple upsets this week. I mean, a couple major ones. I, I like to. I'd really like to see what, um, you know, records with spreads and, and all that jazz. Like who's who's right. covering and who's not. Um, I'd be very very curious to kind of hear and, and learn about that. But um, yeah, I was definitely not expecting the Dolphins upset. Was not nope. expecting Washington. Uh, I didn't expect Dallas to beat on Atlanta as bad as they did. That was. That was that was bad. Yeah. Yeah, it was that was rough across. And like and that and that's the other side of it is then you have teams that are beating up on people the way they should. And like for to for Dallas and for Buffalo, a week after they got like embarrassed. Yeah. And they both come back and like, you know, I, I intentionally didn't use the term get right game because I've used that like three or four times when I've had when the Bills have had lackluster performances. And this was finally that game that you're like, okay, here we go. You know, the Allen to Diggs connection is working. Like, we're just doing whatever we want, whatever we want. Our defense looks stout. Let's go to work. Like, and Dallas just came out and like, oh, yeah, just let's not let, let's forget about last week. Who cares? <laughs> that's how you have to do it, though. When you're one of those upper echelon teams, it's that's it's how you have to do it. And, I, you know, nobody's obviously going to be perfect at this point. Uh, it, perfection is hard. And it's actually pretty amazing that the 72 Dolphins did do it. But, um, but yeah, the, the the good teams bounce back strong from a lot from losses like Dallas and Buffalo suffered from, and some of these other teams who got you know yep. just completely upset. Uh, man, Seahawks, Ugh. I'll need a whole like makeover. Like they should be at hard knocks. <laughs> yeah, I don't want my really Colts should. on hard. I don't want my Colts on hard knocks. We're getting them anyways. But um, like a team like Seattle kind of needs a hard knock. I. I Maybe even the Raiders. Maybe the Raiders get another season with Hard Knocks. It's, I mean, isn't isn't that who that show was made for? Pretty much, pretty much. And uh, bro, Forty ers last night. OBJ like, is a cancer. He is a like cancer. The, it is is officially proven. Looked like the team I thought they were all year. Like, like what the hell? I'm not gonna say that I thought, but the one that everybody kept telling me to expect i was excited for him this year i thought they were gonna have a good year and i mean on paper they look good and yeah here we go just niners doing niners stuff again they're kind of like the browns the browns are the browns again it's like they they are the embodiment of (laughs) oh no we suck again (laughs) like it's so bad (laughs) <laughs> uh, and somehow, despite the beatdown that the Browns just got this week at, at, at the hands of the Patriots, I'm still not sold. I don't know why. Maybe I just hate the Patriots. I think you do. That's exactly why I hate the I'm Patriots. Sold. I think I think another reign of terror is uh, this is this. This reminds me of uh, I'm a big history buff. All right. I don't know if you're familiar with a man by the name of Napoleon uh, Bonaparte, but you know, he was, he was doing really good. And then he got messed up and they exiled him and he came back and then he got ambushed again. And I feel like that's what the, that's where the Patriots are at right now. Yeah. I, I really hope not because I mean, the Patriots can blow my part. That's all I know. <laughs> they have Atlanta this to week too, that. man. They got Atlanta this week too. I know, but you know what? Atlanta's going to win. You think so? Oh God. Yeah. Is that your lock of the week? Yeah, sure. What? Let's go for it. <laughs> I'm gonna hold you to that. I'm gonna hold you to that. That's that's my two point conversation lock of the week. I don't, I don't know what game I have on the uh, on the half stats and stats wheel wheel of doom. Gotcha, gotcha. All right, so um, so that's that. Yeah, just another wild uh, 
what very very wild week week of NFL action, and I could have it more. I have one more takeaway. Yes, sir. Yep. The NFL needs to fix its overtime rules. Oh ties are God, stupid. Yeah. Ties suck, and the world hates them. The only people who probably like ties are like people from Arkansas who like kissing their sister because that's what ties are like. It's like kissing your sister. There goes our Arkansas fan base. Uh, yeah, all four of them. Great. <laughs> Thanks, Jaws, you piece of shit. <laughs> Listen, I'll get us some Canadians in return. How's that? All right. Deal, deal, deal. Uh, all right. Discussion topic number two. We talked about it, I think, on Friday, uh, but it happened Thursday. Cam, got, uh, Cam Newton was signed by the Carolina Panthers. He, on two days' notice, two days of being with the team, he uh, he didn't start, but he got a little play. He got a little playing time in, and it was actually, I would dare say, an integral part of this Panthers team beating uh, the Arizona Cardinals. Um, just want to talk about, you know, what what does this mean for Carolina? Is this a is this a very you know is this the shot in the arm that they need uh, to to kind of get back on track? I mean, uh, th- this team started off three and zero. And it's, it's, it hasn't been very, very good since Sam Darnold has regressed tremendously um, from those first four weeks. And uh, you're not going to get by with PJ Walker, but there was just something they had this. Caroline had a swagger about them this past weekend that I have not seen in a very, very long time. And I think a lot of it has to do with Cam. Um, like I said, he didn't do much. Uh, but he did score twice, a running uh, running touchdown and a passing touchdown. So, um, you know, and it could be a lot of it, – it's. it could be one of those things where, oh, we didn't game plan for Cam. We weren't expecting this kind of thing. I mean, 14 points was, you know, obviously uh, – let me double-check the score actually before I, before I say something silly. Uh 14 points was not the diff, you know, not the, the, the overall difference, but um, I, I just felt like, I'm like, okay, I can kind of get behind this with Carolina again. Um, you know, as much as I like, I like slash liked Sam Darnold, I Cam looked like he was having foot, fun with football again. And it was a little refreshing to see. What, what do you, do you think this is going to be something that um, I'm not going to say that Carolina is going to tear and, and win the NFC South and, and make a Super Bowl push, but uh, do you think that Cam Newton signing has saved uh, the Panther season? I think it gives them a little bit of a shot in the arm for sure. Um, you know, they a lot of reports on that came out. You know, DJ Moore came out and said, you know, first off, we all know Cam Newton's a baller. We all know he can play, but it's it's more than that. You know, he brings a swagger. He brings that, you know, that confidence, that that energy that we've and he said flat out that we've been lacking. And you know, and it really, he may not be any better or any worse than Sam Darnold. Right. But if the dudes on the team and the dudes on the field believe in him, that matters. Yeah, you know, that, that, I, I, I agree. Um, you know, and it, it's funny because, like, there were rumors about this whole thing about, like, you know, Cam wanting the uh, the GM to apologize to him before apologize. he signed. <laughs> and then but but then Scott Fitterer came out and said they didn't discuss anything about the past. They focused on the future, the new future of Cam Newton in Carolina. And now. It's come out that the dude, he's taking first team reps all week, that yep. they got him running with the first team offense all week, um, which I have questions. So now the, the, the guys that picked Sam Darnold and said PJ Walker is number two, so they shipped Teddy Bridge. 
water out of town. Are now saying we signed a guy off the street who's going to evaluation at that point. But again, I I mean Cam Newton the you know the, the, it, this is going to be really a tell of what, what was the issue Cam was the issue Bill or was it a combination were they just not a good pair in New England? Jazz, I got to stop you for one second. It uh, excuse me, it it like froze up for a little bit. Okay. Um. So let's just let's start fresh with the uh, with the the Sam the paying the Sam Darnold people. If you don't mind, I apologize. No problem. So uh, Sam Darnold, like, so these are the these are the guys that picked Sam Darnold and said PJ Walker's our backup. Shipped Teddy Bridgewater out. Now Darnold goes down, and you sign a dude off the street who hasn't played football since preseason, and said he's our starter. Why wasn't he? Like, why didn't you go get him sooner? Yeah, uh, like it's it is a little surprising. I mean, I I think it definitely was. I mean, listen, Darnold did do pretty well his first four games, where it was hard to make like a convincing argument to to to, to not kind of roll with him. We all oh, thought sure. that Darnold had finally emerged, but um, but it is weird, right? You hear those things. You hear that you know these are QB one like automatically going forward, and it it definitely sounds like they're trying to. Uh, uh, just I guess say save the ship a little bit, or I don't you know. It's afraid, it, but but just kind of make themselves look because they know they messed up bad. You know, there's a whole the whole meme going around about how they, you know, uh, again they they paid they they traded for Cam Newton's backup. They're still paying him, and they're paying for Cam Newton backup backup, and now they're paying for Cam Newton again. And yes. it's just it's just very just just funny thing, and I. I mean, who would I, I? I didn't think that was going to be possible. I, I really didn't see think we were ever going to see Cam Newton in a uh, Panthers jersey again. I wasn't sure we were going to see Cam Newton in the NFL. I mean, right? You know, and so and now here's the thing: so you you have no faith in legendary XFL quarterback PJ Walker, <laughs> who didn't do bad aside from you know he didn't throw a touchdown. He threw he had one interception, but his numbers weren't terrible when he right. played. Cam played seven snaps. Had a rushing touchdown, a, a passing touchdown, and a total of eight, like eighteen yards. So it's not like he let the world on fire. He got in the end zone, in the, like in short yardage stuff. Right, right. Like, so you have no faith in PJ Walker, and like, you, like, so why, why was Walker even on your roster at that point? Like, why, like, bingo. So, like, let, 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 let's look at the Saints. Jameis Winston went down. And they're rolling like there are people they could potentially try to get to ride out the season now that Winston's done. But what are they doing? They're rolling with the two guys that were on the roster because they think by the time they get these dudes in, get them ready and get them ready to go. You're rolling with these two dudes for a few weeks anyway. So why not just roll? Right. Right. Like the Panthers now, again, good for you. You came out, you beat a very good Cardinals team. Granted, with half their roster hurt, but. That's beside the point. You came out, you beat him with Cam Newton taking seven snaps. Do you, do you think you're going to go if he goes out and starts next week and doesn't play well? At what point does PJ Walker go? Hey, boys, uh, what am I doing here? And then you have no quarterbacks. No, work them right out of the system, right, work them right out of your system. Yeah, it's a uh, 
it's a dangerous thing. I mean, yeah, it's exciting that Cam, you know, is back. But again, your long term, your long term plans are there's nothing there's 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 nothing there right now cam is obviously not the future of this team all right he's been in the league for i believe this is his 10th season i think he got drafted in what 2011 uh i think he's in i think he's in his 11th or 12th because he he was with them for nine years okay the first stint okay so last year then would have been 10 with the patriots right that's right yeah that's right does that tell me yeah that's your 11s this will be should be your 11 so um but he's been in the league for that long there's not a whole lot left. And, and again, with this is such a small sample size to take uh, of the, of the, uh, excuse me, uh, uh, you know, of 2021 new Panthers, Cam Newton. But, um, but yeah, they still got to figure it out because, you know, we, we still could be in, in for a, you know, a, a repeat year last year with Cam Newton, right? As far as a talent perspective, we don't know. He still can't like throw. He's not a deep ball guy. He can't be as mobile as he used to be. Um, kind of one of those things. Um, but but long term, they're they're kind of screwed. I feel like this is just a um, a band aid to sell tickets, get people in the door, get people talking, get people excited. Um, I mean, it, it could end. It, it could definitely end in a playoff appearance. I think with the way that the NFC is, there's it's not too far fetched, but but what does that mean? Right. A long-term, it doesn't mean anything. Right. Doesn't right. Mean anything. So you, you, you end up in the bottom half of the league in draft picks, which doesn't help your future. No. Okay, great. <laughs> Good job. They must really think that they have, that they have a chance at something here. And, and because which uh, I understand, I mean, yeah. it, it's hard as a coach to say like, well, we just don't have it this year. So we're playing for the future. Right. Um, Another 500, I think. Yeah, especially when you're in the thick of it, that's it's definitely tough. Yeah, but at the same time, like, I mean, so you're Sean Payton. You're you're saying like we're in the thick of it. Best case, we find out that these guys can play, and we make a, we make a little bit of a surprise run. Worst case, we end up with a better draft pick and can start rebuilding because you know we're still trying to die, you know, dig out of cap hell. You know, the Panthers went the other way. We we signed a dude. Uh, we're gonna kind of muddle in the middle somewhere as far as draft picks go, and. Who knows? Well, which I maybe it's not a bad year. I don't think there's a great quarterback prospect in this draft. No, no. And re- either even if there is, he's probably <laughs> going to the Lions. The poor bastard. <laughs> yeah, there's, it's going to be tough to, uh, to to pry away whatever you know valuable quarterback is in that draft. It, it's it's definitely a Detroit thing. But yeah, I don't know if what you do as a Carolina. I mean, I, I don't I don't know what you do if you're the Panthers. Long term, I just I just don't see it. You know, what, what do you, they're probably going to end up, re, like, if this pans out, they're probably going to end up re-signing Cam. Yeah. Um, I don't know what, what Darnold's future is going to be. He's going to be get traded for a seventh round pick and a ham sandwich. Um, they're depending upon the ham sandwich. I might go for that. <laughs> depending on what kind of bread it's on. Yeah. yeah. Uh, relatable. Definitely relatable. <laughs> um. So, yeah, that's kind of it. So, uh, so maybe a playoff appearance this year for Carolina. Again, the, the NFC is not, super deep so you will get that there's i mean it, uh, i i think on the outside looking in from our perspective it's like oh, why would you know why would you want to go just make it to the playoffs but a lot of their mentality is you know if you get in there's a chance but i, I just don't see it for i just don't see it for carolina i really don't i really right. don't but hey hopeful for cam you know he's a quarterback that i definitely didn't want he was rumored in indianapolis i didn't want him at all uh and uh yeah not even like a small chance i wanted him at all but um 
but yeah, I, I hope he gets that uh, that happy ending, so to speak. If you know, he's definitely on the the, the back half of his career, no doubt about it. For sure. And, uh, you know, I've always kind of liked him a little bit. I, I didn't like him when he was in New England, but I mean, pretty sure you, like, you could put Josh Allen in New England gear and I would hate him. <laughs> but that's something different. Like we yeah. talked about at the top of the show. But, uh, yeah, I always I he was fun to watch in Carolina. His first stint there, you know, he just he his game definitely does have some shortcomings, but he's fun. He's fun to watch, you know, and he he definitely does bring a little bit of a, of an electric factor to that backfield, even if it's not in a traditional sense. Um and, you know, I do hope he gets his happy ending, just not in the way that Deshaun Watson did. Oh, <laughs> oh. you set me up for that. I, that, that I was really not did. A I'm actually joke. glad you took it. I'm actually really glad you took that. Took that bait. <laughs> I'm really glad you took it. All right, buddy. Next up, discussion topic number three. The Rams, who uh, signed Odell Beckham Jr. this uh, this past week as well. They, they officially signed him on Friday, the same day that Robert Woods uh, ACL blew off. Um, how long can this keep up? With with the Rams, because a couple years ago, you know, they had a lot of big contracts going up and around. Jared Goff got a huge extension. Todd Gurley got a massive contract signing. Uh, Jalen Ramsey, like the, the, they invested a lot in a very short amount of time into this Rams team. How long do you think this is this could last that that, that the Rams can sustain this before they, you know, they hurt and um, before they hurt for a couple years to get their salary cap situation figured out? Well, I I think the salary cap thing is going to bite them sooner than later. But I, I think this win now mentality is already collapsing on them. Um, you know, you Daryl Henderson's not a great, right? He's not bad, but he's not a great running back. Um, you know, obviously you have Cooper cup who's tearing it up, but you know, Higby's okay. Woods is, was having a, a down year by his standards. Now he's down for the count and you have OBJ who God knows what he is. Um, yeah. I think he played like 16 snaps last night, caught two balls for 18 yards or something like that. And, or sorry, two nights ago, technically, because you're hearing this on Wednesday, but uh, yeah, it, time lapses are fun, but yes, uh, yeah. you know, it's, it's one of those things that like, you don't even know what he is or what he can do or what he can bring. And, you know, you have all these pieces in place on your defense and the Niners shredded you last night, two nights ago. Um <laughs> So, I mean, like it, it it's I mean, they couldn't be going into a buy at a better time to figure this out. And here's here's my issue, like salary cap and future aside. Like, so your win now mentality, you don't care about the salary cap next year. Correct. You don't care about any of that because you're trying to win it now. And if you do, it was a success. You know, if you don't, you got to try to do it again next year. And can you keep this team together? Well, one of the big things here is you had a good team. Right. You had a good roster. You had a competitive roster and one of the top rosters in the NFC. And what'd you do? You sign big signing here, big signing there, big trade here, big trade there. Well, you know why they have all these offseason training programs and all these offseason workouts and then mini camps and then training camps and then preseason to work on things like timing, relationships and rapport with your teammates. You know, a feel for what everyone's doing and how the pieces all fit together. Yeah. Uh, And the big one, trust. You know what you don't get to do? Build that in week 10. Correct. And I and I honestly, I do believe that's part of the reason like we talked about uh, the trade deadline a couple weeks ago. I believe that's why the NFL trade deadline is so meh sometimes because you got to know the guy's going to fit because he you don't have, if you're making a trade for somebody, you're trying to make a trade to, to, to make a move, to, to do something bigger than you're currently doing. And you don't have six weeks to figure that out. So you got to know he's going to work. 
Do, yeah. do we know Odell's going to fit over there? No, I don't know. I mean, bright lights, big city again. And uh, I, I mean, the memes were pouring in, pouring in last night about just him wanting a trade or him calling his free agent or <laughs> his dad saying that telling or him telling Matthew Stafford that his dad wanted to talk to him, stuff like that. But um, I, the, the, the best one was the uh, the angry Odell look with Stafford walking by and it said, man, they told me you were better than Baker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right but but i mean we talked about odell beckham jr at, at length last week and um it's ironic you know it's a, it's a little ironic i don't think they had to pay him much i think it was vet minimum um yeah. you know to get, bring odell in but they just traded for von miller like a week prior and just always acquiring pieces i i I don't know how long a team can last like this and listen sean McVay has done some pretty spectacular things i think he came in was it 20, I think 2017, I think was McVay's first year, 2017. They were the third seed in the NFC. They lost to, they lost to, who did they? Oh, I I think Atlanta beat them. I think Atlanta beat them in the first round of the 2017 playoffs. I think I could be mistaken. Um, That sounds right. Cause wasn't that 28 to three? That was the year after. That was the year after, the year after they after snuck it. in as the sixth seed, and I think they gotcha. yeah, they, they would have played the Rams in the third seed. So, um, so uh, you know they've been doing well, but uh, I mean since that 2018 year, it, it's really just been just throwing money left and right like they're Oprah Winfrey. It's it's yeah. it's crazy. I just don't know you how you get long. a contract <laughs> and you get a contract. Everybody gets a contract. Pretty much. I mean, they have seven players, I think, right now under under contract for big time money deals at, at a long length of time, too. I just, you know, it, it, I was waiting for cra- for them to crash last year. It didn't happen. They made it to the second, the divisional round of the playoffs. But uh, I just, you know, at, at what point do you just like, you know, you just keep just throwing fuel on that fire, right? How, right. How many how many times you got to do this? Like you got Matthew Stafford for a couple of years, and you you, you got to keep this up. I think they only have a fourth round pick next year. I think. Yeah. There's yeah, memes they're, about they're that one, one too. There was yeah, memes about they're, that. They're one of two teams that are just like, what are draft picks? <laughs> like, right. Well, we don't need them. You you guys draft the good people. We'll trade for them or sign them when you cut them. Pretty like, much. I mean, it's not like it's a town that it's going to be hard to acquire people, right? People, right. you know, people, it's a lot, it's a lot harder to get free just to go to a place like Green Bay than it is Los Angeles. So yeah. um, you go to, go to LA. The only people who care about football in, L- in LA are the people getting paid to play football in LA. Cause nobody, <laughs> nobody goes to the games. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. So I, I just, I don't know. I, I feel like if they don't win one, I, I don't want, I, and I've said this multiple years, but I feel like this is the year. Like if they don't win one, they're never going to. Well, and, and I, like I said, I said that in 2018 that if they didn't yeah. win one, then that they're never going to win one. And you know they've they, they've definitely shined up a you know I shouldn't say turd, but they, they've they definitely sold you that they could they are contenders. But I really don't. Yeah, if they don't win one, if they don't get back this year, there's something seriously that raw you know long term the, the the effects are going to be pretty bad. Well, and, and what are, what's the other thing that, that happens here? All right. So say Robert Woods didn't get hurt. Okay. What is, what does the signing of Odell Beckham do for a guy like Van Jefferson? 
who has shown flashes of brilliance, who he has shown flashes of being that solid number three guy. And now you bring in Odell. And like, okay, okay, now what? Like, so now I'm not good enough that like you're bringing in this other dude who's going to want to be number one, let alone like, and I'm number three. So like right. now I'm number four. Great. Now what? Oh, Robert Woods got hurt. Oh, great. So now I'm only number three again because Robert Woods got hurt. Or now I'm number two for until Odell learns the system. Like, great. You know, fuck you, McVay. Like, <laughs> you know, like I, it's it's hard not to think that way as an athlete. Like when when you're out there, when you when, when you when you've put the work in, when you've put in the sweat equity and the blood equity, and you fill the bucket, and all of a sudden your coach goes out and gets some other dude to play your spot, you're like, the fuck was I doing wrong? Feels terrible, and it feels absolutely terrible. I was surprised about the Odell Beckham thing, too, because, right, Deshaun Jackson just asked for his release from there because he wasn't getting enough looks. Then OBJ, one of the biggest target hogs in NFL history, is runs. He, he, he runs to L.A. Like, come on. Like, come on. It's I, – I don't, I don't understand their approach. And it obviously – I mean, it's, it's, it's worked in selling their fans hope and their team hope. But, you know, what, it, what it's all about in the end is that Lombardi trophy and, ho- and hoisting it. And, yeah, and I, you, I just, I don't, don't know do if all the, of this was for nothing. Correct. Correct. It, it, I mean, how many overhyped, overrated teams over the years had like these long stints where their team just all in, all in, all in, and it doesn't pay off. It's happened well, a lot. It feels like the Rams have been doing it for a decade. Pre-Patrick Mahomes, that was the Kansas City. Yeah, you, you're kind of right. Pre-Patrick Mahomes, that was kind of Kansas City. That was Kansas City's MO super team. This is their year. And then out of the playoffs in the first round. Yeah. You know? I, yeah, Rams. There, there, long there were times it felt like the Chargers were like that for a little bit. Chargers, another oh, perfect example. Perfect example. How many great teams are were that just did nothing? Yeah, did nothing. So, so yeah, the Rams, hot mess, financial office. Les Snead just does not care about anything. Draft picks, salary cap, none of that. Just goodbye. Uh, discussion topic number four. We got to talk about the Browns. All right. The Browns has got their cheeks clapped by the New England Patriots 45 to 7. And uh, what a fall from grace that Cleveland has, has suffered this year. Right. Um, Super Bowl, perennial Super Bowl contenders on paper, Super Bowl bubble team for a lot of people. And now they sit at five and five, four and five. It's not a good, it's not a very good win loss record. I know the AFC is that tight this year, but it's, it's just not good. And I wanted to have a discussion about what the direction of this team is now. Who um, feels like they're kind of floundering. Uh, I know they've had a lot of injuries, right? Nick Chubb has been out. Kareem Hunt hurt. Baker hasn't been 100%. And then we don't know how long he will be. You know, OBJ asking to be released. Their wide receivers all year have been hurt. Um, just so much going on. But where is, is it, you know, is this, where is a franchise? Do this, does this team go? Going forward, Baker's do money. Do Baker's do a contract this year? Does he play on a a uh, oh god, what do they call it? I forgot, uh, like that for a franchise tag. A franchise tag, yes, thank you, thank you. Do they play on a franchise tag? Do they put him on it? You can't pay him, Josh Allen, and and like Dak money. You can't. Well, I, love, and, and I like so, Baker, but you can't pay him that kind of money. So what, where does that leave you as a, as a franchise? Right. And then you look at him and you say, all right, so we're going to franchise tag this dude. But what are you doing? You're paying him Mahomes, Allen, uh, Watson, like 
that kind of money because your franchise tag is the average of those five, right? Like those three in the next two, which would like what are Dak and so Allen, Mahomes, Watson, Dak, and Rodgers, probably. So he's gonna make three hundred, like like whatever, whatever that like the yearly salary for dudes making three hundred and fifty million dollars over ten years is gonna be, like. That's what you're paying. Are you, do you want a franchise tag dude that you're not sure about for that kind of money? It's like when, when the Cowboys were doing it with Dak, he was at least putting up the numbers. The team just wasn't winning. Baker's not doing that. Do you look at him and say, here's the, here's the most we're going to give you on a two-year bridge deal that's front-loaded for next year? I don't know. I, I do know that uh, it's a good thing that Baker lives in that stadium. Because someone's <laughs> got to turn the factory of sadness is open sign on. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what, yeah, what's going to happen? I, I, I don't know. Like, you know, we, I think we've talked about where Baker Mayfield's contract situation stands like weeks ago, but you know, it, it just feels like they got their tire stuck in the mud. Like there's no coming out of it right now. I don't even know if Cleveland makes it. To the, I, I, I mean, after last week when they beat the piss out of Cincinnati, I was like, right. wow, Cle- Cleveland's a certified playoff team again. After this week, and again, it is a week-to-week league. I understand that. But I don't know. <laughs> I I don't know. Again, they didn't have Nick Chubb, Baker Hurts, defense, you know, just de- but all these things that we were sold on for Cleveland this year are just not happening, not coming to fruition, even when they're fully healthy. Well, and the other thing with Baker is, you know, did did you happen to notice that when he gets hurt? It's because like the team's not doing well. He he never gets banged up in a game that they're rolling. Right. He never gets banged up in a game. Like even if he's getting the absolute tar beaten out of him, you know, they're they're up by two scores and he's doing well. He's out there and he's slinging it and he pops up after every hit. You know, they start losing, they start getting thumped, and all of a sudden, you know, Banker start, start starts limping or hanging his shoulder a little bit. He's kind of starting to get that reputation of that guy that oh, little, the team's uh, not LeBron doing James like little LeBron James like must be a, a lot thing. a lot LeBron James like must be a Cleveland thing. Must be. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, you know, it's, and, and it's tough. Like you, you cannot be the team. And like, you want to talk about a super team on paper. This defense should be top five. Oh, it's terrible. And, like yeah. their, their offense. I mean, when you look on paper that you have Chubb, Hunt, Beckham, Landry, Njoku, and they have another decent tight end over there. Hooper, Austin Hooper. Hooper. Uh, and like, and people like, People's Jones being your number three should be a, a great problem to have. And none of them can seem to, like what happened to Jarvis Landry. Jarvis Landry, when he played for the Dolphins, of all people who haven't had a good quarterback since Marino. Right. Like he's a dude who uh, I hated playing when he, when he was on the when he was on the Dolphins because he was a dude who could take over a game that you could just hit him on a slant and he ran, he cut through your defense and then you played up to pick that off and he burned you deep and, and he's just generally irrelevant, right? Like what happened? Like, where did he go? Like, is this, is this a scheme problem? Is this a Baker problem? Is this, or is it just, you're the Browns? Sorry. Yeah. I mean, I I was just so excited for this, this team. And you know, if you know what it feels like, I think for a comparison sake, it feels like, San Francisco. I feel I think it feels like San Francisco where you built them up. These guys are really good. They're playing good football. Cleveland didn't necessarily, you know, make it to the 
AFC championship game or make it to the Super Bowl, but they played really good in the divisional round. And I feel like that was like their one, like their 15 minutes of fame. That, that's that's how I feel right now. I want to see them make a run. You know what I mean? I, I still feel for the city uh, of Cleveland. They deserve something good going for them, especially with that damn football team, the, those Browns. But um, I, I just don't know what direction to go. You know, like what, what do you, how do you attack this team in, in the draft next year? Do you, I mean, obviously wide receiver is probably one of the most important spots for them, but it's now. It definitely is now, you know, wide receiver, but uh, we got a quarterback situation. You know what I mean? Like it, we got a little bit and of a quarterback situation. What do we do? You're you're not going to be drafting in a good enough spot to get one of the top guys in the draft. And it's a weak draft class as far as quarterbacks go. So right. who knows? You know, Free I mean, agency. I mean, has Cleveland had, has Cleveland made itself a, a popular free agency destination for a top level quarterback? Do, do, do you think that they have? I, I, I don't, um, I, I it, it's so tough because I mean, you, you think about the normal things you, you would talk about a team needing offensive line, defensive line. Nope. They're good. Running back. Good. Backup running back better than most teams starting running back. <clears throat> um, again, tight ends, not terrible because when you're like, unless you're talking about one of the top three or four guys in the league, they're all pretty similar. I mean, they're all fairly interchangeable. Um, You know, their linebacking core isn't awful. So what do you need? Receivers and secondary. Because those are the two two softest spots on the team right now. And a quarterback, which uh, how do you address that with, you know, you're not going to get one in the draft that's going to be worth. Free agency is not very good. So. Yeah, I, I was actually just pulling it up myself. It's it's the free agents next year, the, the top 10. Ben Roethlisberger, Taysom Hill, Fitzpatrick, Andy Dalton, Nick Foles, Cam Newton, Terod Taylor, Jameis Winston, Jacoby Brissett, uh, Teddy B. And let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six. Nine. Yeah, Teddy B is the 10th, followed by Marcus Mariota, Joe Flacco, Mitch Trubisky. Which, I mean, if, if, if I'm looking at anybody on that roster or anybody on that list, it's going to be either fits to, for as just another holdover Correct. bridge quarterback, or I'm looking at we're trying to get Mitch Trubisky revitalized. And I don't know. Do do you move on from? Uh, do you do you make a coaching change and bring in Brian Dable with Mitch Trubisky to try to turn your mm. team around in one year? I don't think Stefanski has warranted a firing yet. I, I don't either. He, so, he hasn't, but it's it's one of those things where it's going to have to work. Like, you know, Baker's football game has cleaned up under Stefanski. There's no doubt about it. But, you know, it's – he hasn't really elevated Baker, though. Like, no. it, 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 like, and I know that sounds like contradictive a little bit. But what I'm saying is that, listen, Baker's not making the same rookie mistakes. That's good. He's And that's that comes with experience. He's playing a little bit cleaner football. But at the same time, Baker has not been elevated to a point where he's going to go out there and win you games. That Cleveland game, they tried to sling it a little bit. It wasn't working. They, they or The Cleveland-Kansas City game, excuse me. Um, they didn't have Baker sling it all that much, all right, because they, they don't trust him. And that's where the right. San Francisco vibe comes in from, where, you know, San Francisco, they went on that Super Bowl run, and it was clear that they didn't trust Jimmy Garoppolo. And that's the way that I feel that Cleveland feels about Baker Mayfield. Absolutely. So I, I, I have, I have no clue what direction that they go. 
It's a muddled mess. Um, I get it. They're in the thick of things in the AFC North. It's a good division. But, um, but yeah, I, I just, I don't see like long-term, like there, there has to be like some drastic changes to get Cleveland over the hump or over the hump that it's, it's kind of, it's, it's, it's in right now. And, and I honestly, I don't know where that change comes from. Like, and there's not a whole lot of, at least, I mean, Fitzpatrick gives you that ability to, to be a gunslinger, the, the dude who can throw the rock and you have the running game to compliment him maybe that's not a bad thing is if, if he can play, I mean, he's, his season's done, he's out. So, you know, do you want to bring him back and hope, I mean, Baker's getting beat to hell. Do you want to put the old man through that? I don't know. Right. I don't know. It's I've never seen a team who is so close, but so far and with no real answers, no, no obvious answers on the table. None really at all. None really at all. Excuse me. None really at all. Um, all right, in our last topic, last discussion topic, we've talked a lot about the AFC uh, conference in the uh, in, in recent weeks, how crazy and all over the place it is. Uh, but the NFC has not been talked about all that much. I think I understand it's very top heavy, but I want to see where your head's at as far as who the best team is in the NFC. This was interesting because we do say that the NFC is top heavy, and I think we all still believe that it is, but it is, is it? I mean, we're talking about every single division right now, with the exception of the Packers, who are a bad football team with Aaron Rodgers at the helm, which makes them a good football team. Like, if Rodgers isn't on the field, that is a bad football team. He is the dude that elevates that team around him. So aside from them, um, my answer here is if they're healthy, it's the Cardinals. Um, I, I think they're the best team. But again, they're and, and, and it's not just if they're healthy. It's if Murray is healthy. Uh, if Kyler Murray is on the field and can play, then that's your best team in the NFC right now. Uh, if you if he is still out, you add D-Hop back in, it helps. But if you put Murray back in and kept D-Hop out, um, he's really the main cog there. The two of them work really well together, and obviously that's the key to that team's full success. Um, but I mean, if Murray's not healthy or Murray stays getting banged up, I think it's the box. But I mean, the they box have like, very flawed right now. Uh, they have the same exact problem as every other top team in the top heavy NFC is that they're really, really good in Madden. <laughs> or on paper, like, you know, they're 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 going to be playing with some of the highest rated teams if you pick a top one of the top NFC teams. But that's not the real that's not real life, right? Like I, on paper, they look fantastic. On paper, they're all world beaters, and they're all kind of muddling. It's just kind of hanging out in the like near the top, but it's like the cream is trying to rise, but it's just not very creamy. <laughs> relatable definitely definitely <laughs> relatable i can i can certainly understand that i'm still in the same boat it's the it is the health thing that you and i have talked about many a time i think we talked about at our quarter season awards uh about kyler murray and how his how important his health is to this team if he's not healthy this team's not winning games d hop's got to be healthy two games in a row is not a great look but i mean it, 
their defense just hasn't been. I mean, for the defense to give up that many points was was a little crazy to me. Yeah. And it, it gets Carolina, and I get it. We talked about you know Cam Newton and you know just not being prepared for something like that. But there's a whole lot of other facets. They just seemed like just just completely out of the loop. Um, they, they just weren't ready. They just and, and every team gets you know gets a mulligan, I guess, right? A mulligan or two. Every team gets away with it, but you know. It, it still stands. The health of, of Kyler Murray is, is going to be um, well, the success of the, of the years of the Cardinals is going to be dependent on the health of Kyler Murray. As far as everything else, it, like I like the Packers, but man, their offense, I, I have, it's, it's kind of weak. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's very weak. It's not fun. Uh, Aaron Rodgers went from the league MVP to uh, just getting things done. Right. Just, just kind of from skating State by Farm. Jake. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's, I mean, that's that's kind of what it's become. Uh, I think Dallas is actually the number two. I would dare say Dallas. I know that, that Tampa Bay has a head-to-head over Dallas, but I, I give me that rematch. I think Dallas is gonna spank them. I really yeah. truly do. I I think that's a, uh, that game is a coin flip every single time because of just how good Dallas's offense is, and I, I their defense isn't quite there you know you're not going to get a Trayvon Diggs pick six every game right and when he doesn't do that he gets torched yeah they have been targeting him quite a bit um yeah they're literally playing the come and get it like oh getting burned on double moves trying to jump routes and then just get smoked over the top and I mean the one there 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 was a stat one game he got burned for over 200 yards yeah but got a pick that's disgusting (laughs) But yeah, he still got his pick six. So that's all that matters. But uh, yeah, the the hierarchy of the NFC is 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 it's it's a little complicated, a little bit. I would probably muddy, just, muddy waters. Yeah, but this you know again, this is why this football season has been so good. Um, number one, I got to go Arizona. Number two, I'm probably putting Dallas. Three, the Packers. Four, the Rams. Well, that, well, that just completely makes sense, right? Um, well, I guess it does. It's rankings, not playoff spots. I would probably put the Bucks at five. Yeah, that's, that's it's kind tough, of isn't it? It's very tough. <laughs> Nobody good out of the NFC East. It'll, it'll only be a one team. Oh God, um, yeah. It'll only be a one team. It's only a one team race out of that. Out of that, like Giants, Washington. They're not bouncing back. Um, the South is probably more interesting, like the most interesting right now. Saints, I got, I got a, Saints, Saints at six without a quarterback. Saints at six. The, 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 the NFC South is probably the most intriguing uh, of the NFC divisions as far as who's going to come out of that. Yeah. I, I, so I just, as you were talking, I kind of put out my top seven and in no particular, like, in order, not in playoff ranking, um, obviously, Arizona, Dallas, Tampa, L.A., Green Bay, then the Panthers and the Saints. It's yeah. six and seven. Like, And the Panthers, only because their defense, I think, is is really good. Um, and the Saints, kind of the same thing, but without a quarterback, I don't think I, I don't think they keep winning. No, no. 
Who's a Trevor Simeon's over there right now? I, yeah, yeah, and they've really made no efforts. I mean, again, good on them for for sticking with him, but they haven't really made too many efforts to uh, improve at that position. But I mean, and they they just went toe to toe with the Titans, who are down a running back and a receiver, and you know everybody and their brother apparently. But I mean, if you had a quarterback, you probably win that game. Yeah, just saying, just throwing out there. At, at least, even if that game played out exactly the same, if you have a better quarterback, you you have a better shot at the two, at the game tying two point conversion because that play call was absolute. The play call wasn't great, and the decision was trash. Right, execution. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to throw this little <laughs> flare route to a guy that's got three guys on him without looking at any other receiver. Oh, great. <laughs> Nothing like dumping it off to your running back to get tackled by three people for a two yard loss on a two point conversation try. Sorry, two point conversion try. Finally, we're doing the two point conversation try. We are. We definitely are. The old two point conversation try. But, um, but, but yeah, that's that's kind of where our heads at with the NFC hierarchy. But, uh, yeah, I, I I don't know what to make of it. Well, and and I'll tell you, I think the I think something that uh like a an issue that Murray is going to run into his entire career is staying healthy solely because he's just not a big dude. You know, so when he ta- when he it's not like he's Cam Newton or Josh Allen or some of these bigger dudes who uh, who do move pretty well and then take hits that kind of can absorb it a little bit more. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't get hit often, but he's half the size of some of these guys. So when he gets hit, it's going to hurt a lot more. And that's going to be really an issue. And then, you know, as he gets hurt more, is he going to slow down more, take more hits? And what kind of longevity does this guy have? At some point, they got to protect him better. Yeah, they, that's definitely something that, that Arizona should look to do uh, long term because Mar- Murray is probably one of the most talented quarterbacks right now in the NFL, and they are doing a very good job of uh, of helping him out. But um, but that is it, everybody. That is our discussion topic episode for the week. I want to thank you so much, as always, for your support. Plenty of two point conversation podcasts coming your way. Uh, of course, tomorrow our week eleven preview and predictions, and we got NFL history on Friday. And uh, the fantasy football duo on Saturday as we get closer and closer to fantasy football postseason. So thank you so much. And on behalf of Jaws and I, till next time, the two-point conversation is good. <laughs>